0: Welcome to Talk Cosmos, the show where Sue Rose Minahan and guests unveil astrology's ancient archetypes that continually build the collective experiences in our unconsciousness. Get ready to find your free will from your roots in the stars.
1: The evening, we're here at Talk Cosmos, and we're in the archetype of Virgo. Um, Tonight, Sue Rose Minahan is on the road and doing Mars, so um, Sarah Stromley and myself, Elizabeth Liz Michette, will be doing um, the full and new moons for this month, and we have the full moon of Pisces. Um, It was on Monday at September 1st for the Pacific Northwest at 10.22 p.m., and it Um, for the East Coast, Eastern Standard Time was 1.22 a.m. on September 2nd. So we're having some very interesting times here um, and I'd like to welcome the Moonbeam team.
0: Relating to the sun and moon's energies, including the planets and the entire cosmos for the month's systematic two-week intervals of the new moon and full moon, plus the annual four to five eclipses, this is your Moonbeam team. I'm Sue Rose Minahan, host of Talk Cosmos, an evolutionary astrologer and consultant, plus a certified color energy coach. I explore creative expression as an artist, a musician, and write abundantly stories to poetry. I love investigating mythology's language, philosophizing eternity, and I'm a perpetual student of life, seeing oneness of body, spirit of people,
1: animals, and nature. I'm Elizabeth Liz Michette, Certified Astrologer, Sacred Healing Counselor, Tarotist, and Numerologist, providing individual consultations, teaching and tutoring internationally, co-author of Gateways to Change, Keys to Navigating the Seas of Life, currently facilitating workshops in Marysville and Camino Island, Washington.
2: And I'm Sarah Stromley, a craniosacral therapist and founder of Brain Body Therapy in Kirkland, Washington. I'm an evolutionary astrologer that incorporates different forms of horary, location mapping and medical astrology into my practice. I enjoy uncovering flower and mineral frequencies that also support the mind-body coherence that aid in the healing journey.
0: And as Albert Einstein said, Energy, energy is never destroyed.
1: Energy only changes. Well, welcome tonight. We're talking about the archetype of Virgo. Um, Earlier this week, we had a full moon um, on the 1st. So I'd like to welcome Sarah Stromley. And again, I'm Elizabeth Liz Michette stepping in for Sue as she's on the road tonight. So how are you doing, Sue? Or Sarah? Yeah, hi. (laughs) I'm doing great. Thank you. So have you been Um, able to see the moon in the sky? It's been really pretty at night. Oh, it's
2: been beautiful. It just, yeah, it looks magical. Now that some of the emotional edges kind of (laughs) peeled back on some of that um, intensity of that full moon. Um, I like how Sue mentioned that there's just so much of this Pisces confusion and all this hot Mars energy right now. So um, it just seems like also with Venus and Cancer, conjunct the asteroid Pygeia, which rules hygiene, has been in this tight square right now with Mars and Eris and Aries this week, making it just a bit disorienting and frustrating themes of how, how do we safely go back to what we know we can do. And I've just been reading some crazy new stats on the spread of CV transmission rates that are like wildfire in these areas where colleges and schools have reopened and without enough social distancing and safety measures. So um, yeah, I just find it very interesting.
1: That speaks of this cardinal energy of this grand cross. It's cardinal energy is about initiating things. And I know we have wildfires, you know, burning in California and Colorado pretty rampantly. But I know that there's fires burning other places also. So, you know, that kind of goes along with this energy of this initiation and with this cardinal energy. Grand Cross, it's like Record heat, yeah (laughs) yeah, Record heat, again, and it's like being pulled In four different directions, and You know, the cardinal energy wants you To initiate and start something new, but it's Like being pulled in one direction And thinking, oh, I want to move that way And then it's like, wait a minute, I, I have Something over here I need to do, and then like Kind of being pulled away from that direction To the other, so it's almost like Being pulled in all these directions, it's Difficult to move in any One specific direction
2: yeah so. yeah and with hurricanes like blasting the east coast and you know the southern united states it's i mean not to sound apocalyptic i mean always there's themes after the fire comes fertile new forest and after it all blows over we come together in reverence for the power of nature and the clear considerations of what is most
1: important exactly and you know with this square or t-square cardinal energy it's like you know sometimes it's good to pause and stop it's like not to just rush in to make changes and to you know maybe collect some more information or evaluate a little bit more um but it is you know asking us at some point that we need to make a change um you talked about the pisces energy and we have the moon in Pisces and Neptune is in Pisces and asteroid Ceres is in Pisces also. So yes, there's, you know, that energy um, there, but the moon is making a nice aspect with the planet Uranus of sudden changes and also to the the sun in Virgo. So we have some nice, helpful aspects there, but Mars is going to go turn retrograde next week on Wednesday the 9th so you it's know really can...
2: slow right now like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mars doesn't like to like things slow it's especially in Aries. it's it's all impatient so I want it now I want it yesterday
1: right it's like let's just go bungee jumping and we'll we'll deal with it later <laughs> <laughs> oh yes it's like you know maybe that bungee jumping right now is not the best idea it's like maybe you know take in some information, Um, you know, yes, I think we're feeling it's like we want to make changes, but I think there's, you know, getting more information, collecting some more data um, are required at this time. And that would be the planet Mercury, which is in Virgo also. So, you know, it feels like that we might not have all the details. Yes. So, but it's, you know, very interesting times Um, so this is super exciting, this, the astrology of everything and, you know, things are moving forward and, you know, people are making changes. Um, Some people know exactly what they want to do. So for some, this might not be being pulled in four directions. It might be, this is the time that they've been thinking about some things and they're taking action and putting those into place. I've Uh, several of my clients are moving, Um, you know, they're in the process of packing up, they've already moved, some are, you know, selling their houses. I mean, it's like really interesting energy of how people are just like, okay, this is what the change I want to make.
2: Yeah, more than usual, more than usual.
1: It seems like it to me, for sure.
2: Well, water and, and heat make steam, right? Yes, that that can be quite an engine (laughs) (laughs) to move things so
1: right and it's like you know since the beginning of this year started it's like there's just been so many changes um, that we're all going through and living through it's like you know it does this work for me now do I is my job even there or do I need to you know, maybe it's time to just like, okay, I've been laid off, it's time to do something else that I've always wanted to, I might as well try it, or I want to be closer to my family, I want to be farther away from my family, maybe get a new job. I mean, there's just all kinds of interesting things that are taking place.
2: Exactly, yeah.
1: You know, to put us where we want to be, so, and um, in that... square um you know it's it's really interesting because it's um we have venus and across from saturn and pluto even though they're kind of moving apart from that and then um the asteroid juno who You know, people that we want to partner with, or groups that we want to partner with, or things that we want to do. And then Mars is there too. So Saturn is like, well, let's, you know, hold the brakes, you know, let's stop. And Mars is like, let's get going. Yeah. Venus is like, do I really like this? So, you know, I, I hear if a lot of people, you know, sorting through things in their house that maybe they no longer want, or, cleaning out that garage that they finally, you know, they're finally ready to let go. So it's like, you know, really interesting, all this energy going on.
2: Yeah. And, you know, Pisces is very sensitive to the things. So, you know, with that spirit and matter dichotomy, that that tension between Virgo and Pisces um, Mm -hmm. that's happening and, and the moon being so close to or you know in proximity to neptune which can really dissipate what what seems real and and you know the fact that it's um sextile uranus um very tightly and applying it just seems like maybe a good cry (laughs) 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 <laughs> <laughs> might be necessary, you know like okay let's just get it out get it over with and move forward <laughs> so let's well, continue
1: <laughs> and even though the neptune isn't you know like really close to the moon or totally opposite the sun it's it's still playing in there the neptune and pisces opposite um mercury and virgo so it's like you know i would think that people are like having desires or dreams or imagining what they want their tomorrows to be like yeah and you know some people have you know are ready to act on it and some aren't so but I think people are starting to get little hints of what they want you know like some people live by themselves and it's like well you know since we've had you know, stay-at-home orders, even though they've been lifted somewhat, it's like maybe they don't want to live by themselves anymore, so they want to maybe have a roommate, or, you know, their house is way too big, and they don't want to clean that anymore, or, you know, there's just all kinds of change in what works and what doesn't work.
2: Yeah, and what what one can um, work with within the, the limitations of the new paradigm
1: and um, and I know so. here in the greater Seattle area, real estate's just going like crazy. There's low inventory. Um, I heard from one realtor that, you know, pretty much five days on the market and it's under contract. Um, I've seen a few places, you know, sell for 20 to $50,000 more than they were even listed for. Mm. So it, it seems interesting that that change is taking place if you know people don't have jobs but then if you're working from home and you have children that need to do school from home um your housing needs may be a little different now
2: yeah and you know maybe um certain couples or relationships may have reached their threshold especially if they've been in confined circumstances like they have so um going bigger or going smaller scaling to fit um and within whatever budget or means and needs seem appropriate
1: uh, exactly
2: or kind of at play
1: well in this chart here in the seattle area has a taurus rising so that would mean the planet venus is the ruler of that so and Venus is in Cancer. So, you know, do we feel our needs are being met? Are we being nurtured? Are we, do we feel comfortable? Um, that can be, you know, with the food we're eating. Maybe, you know, we've been eating too much macaroni and cheese <laughs> the past five months. And, and it's like maybe, you know, a little more exercise and some vegetables and fruits, or, you know, it can be different things for different people. So, you know, it's really an ent- we're in super interesting times. It's yeah amazing. It's so amazing.
2: Yeah, and Venus in this chart that I'm looking at for that full moon is in the third house. So um that can mean neighbors. Yes. Neighbors and siblings, you know, like mm-hmm. you know family or or neighbor concerns that may help make this easier
1: so or more challenging it's also communicating with people so you know people that perhaps you know have been home more and don't normally use zoom i understand a lot of people are learning to use zoom and there's like some really interesting programs happening that they'll say well let's have a picnic um for this holiday weekend on zoom or let's have tea together, or dessert, or, um, you know, just some really interesting things, and they'll pick a topic, and um, a lot of people that I know that weren't using it before, like, have, you know, three or four that they can pick from every day, if they so desire to get on, and that's, you know, been helpful for them, so it's, you know, really interesting how that all comes about, and, you know, that'll be more part of the future of how we communicate. I mean, we've been, a lot of us have been on social networking sites and so we're, a lot of us are used to it, but some of the um, my elderly friends that I know that, you know, just don't get on and do those kind of things are doing more of that now too. Yeah. <clears throat> so it's great
2: that really we have good. these tools. Yeah. It's great that we have these tools that
1: are easier to connect absolutely so did you have some um flower essences for us tonight
2: yeah yeah i do um i it's interesting i was pondering um you know like how are how does one keep a kid on a computer for 6 to 8 hours a day <laughs> you know especially when there's all these buffering and connection issues or like no physical stimulation, no exercise, or sense of companionship or camaraderie. Um, and um, that was something I was doing shortly before I started looking at my inventory. And what popped was Iceberg Rose. And what this beautiful white rose is saying is I can help with restoring clarity and make math, computer, and science work more interesting so um this flower essence seems to target the etheric and mental and spiritual energy bodies and the left brain so it it seems to help both adults and especially children that are sensitive and and feel fragile and from a lack of emotional connection so and with all this opposition and split with pisces and spiritual need to connect and recover from where it's been injured and Virgo's logical processing that can spin out into analysis paralysis. I believe this plant medicine seeks to help ground and support the integration of abstract concepts that in more useful and more interesting ways.
1: Nice. That sounds really great. Thank you. I know my grandkids... Um, they're having issues because the teacher will send the Zoom link and it says, well, we're going to start class at 7.30. And so they'll sit there waiting for the teacher and the teacher doesn't get on till 9. And the class is supposed to be like 50 minutes. And the teacher will say, oh, I'm sorry, I'm having so many technical difficulties after 10 minutes um, and say, okay, we're done.
2: <laughs> this has been, yeah, I, uh, really part of this conundrum and i think i I see it at play especially you know um through this time and these signatures of you know mercury rules virgo and it's you know what rules the internet um yes unless that's yeah i think it's what rules the internet i'm pretty certain because it's the communication god so and yeah streaming education all that there was an alarming report from a government whistleblower that there is an estimated 49%. That's 100 an estimated 162 million Americans that are either currently without broadband internet or only have dial-up slash DSL, um, which is simply just too slow to matter. It's just not functional for the type of streaming that's required. So it's both a cost issue, it seems, and an infrastructure issue. And with, there's just these dynamics um, that are, I'm hopefully is getting worked out and ironed out between this trine energy of Virgo to this Capricorn, you know, uh, Saturn structure, form and structure in all that. So I'm hoping that gets ironed out. But um, but the core issues seem to be going beyond just living in rural areas. It's, it's being debilitated even between these loosely defined zoning blocks that they work from and these regulations that severely limit which companies are allowed to even lay wire that limit competition. Um, yes. And any need for like doing it better <laughs> than they've been, and our our government being unwilling to determine and define that the internet is a basic utility like water or s- sewage or electricity, you know, so they can enforce it as such. So as this goes on, this digital divide between the haves and the have-nots, the who can access for work and who gets education, that divide is continuing to grow, which is very serious.
1: Well, and I saw the article about the two little girls that went down to, I believe it was a Taco Bell and sat outside so that their little device could hook up to internet so they could do their schoolwork and um, people found out about it and they raised an incredible amount of money to help those little girls get um, internet service and help them with other things that they might have needed it was like really you know a, a heartwarming story that people reached out and assisted them to get them the things that they the basic needs that they needed so you know that's one thing of you know was one example of the Venus in cancer of, you know, what are our needs? I mean, what do we really need? Yeah, Our basic needs is food, shelter, and, um, you know, probably some transportation because we do need to get around a little bit, but, you know, we have to have food and water and shelter of some kind. And, you know, we mentioned hurricanes earlier when Hurricane Laura went in on the Texas Louisiana border I hear that there's a lot of places without electricity and water well you can live without electricity but you cannot live without clean water to drink yeah Um, so that'll be really interesting and they said it would be you know many weeks now I don't know like maybe they'll get the water restored you know much faster than the electricity but you know it's like those kind of things and then there was a storm on the east coast and you know you'd see the transformers blowing and it's like they didn't turn the power off that's really interesting because i lived in puerto rico for a number of years and whenever a storm a hurricane would come they'll tell you what time they're going to turn the power off and then when the storm passes and they turn it back on um and then you don't have fires and people being electrocuted so it was interesting that it's like well they wouldn't have that you know, the tree falling down and breaking the power pole and the transformer exploding and catching a house on fire and all those things if they did that. Now, I know another thing is people sometimes are on oxygen or a feeding tube or something that they need electricity. But if you kind of know ahead of time, you can have, you know, some battery backup power or you could have a generator or, um I know in the area I live out here on Kameno Island that, you know, sometimes it snows and you get snowed in and the power will go out and you just have to let the fire department know that, you know, if you're on something that say oxygen, for example, it's like, you know, that you'll run out, you have this much supply, they'll bring you supplies when you're in need during the storm. Um, But I don't know how that works in other areas. So um, I've,
2: I've heard that of some areas with this internet issue, they've been using, utilizing school buses that would normally, that are out of commission right now because there's, you know, some locations aren't taking kids to schools. Um, but they're moving them to areas that are very deficient in those certain broad, uh, broadband blocks that don't have access. So they, they create a Wi-Fi hotspot that allows them to get the the access they need. So,
1: okay, well, we're going to take a break here for a moment or two, and you've been listening to Talk Cosmos, and we're talking about Virgo.
0: take a break from this week's edition of Talk Cosmos, let's take a look at this cycle's archetype. We are currently in the yin period of Virgo. By leaving a cycle based on the creative manifested legacy of our highest creative form, the energy of Virgo completes the last sign below the horizon of the self and requires discernment to perfect oneself through the mental process of critical analysis. As a mutable earth sign duly ruled by Mercury, Virgo refines heals or fixes through daily routines, developing skills and services to control nature's chaos and maximize efficiency. Welcome, this is Amanda Pierce, astrologer and paradigm shifter, and you're listening to Talk Cosmos on Alternative Talk 1150 AM, where we understand how to implement our free will through the cosmos. Alternative Talk 1150
1: Well, welcome back to Talk Cosmos. The Moonbeam team is here tonight talking about the Virgo archetype. Sue Rose Minahan is on the road doing Mars energy. And we have Sarah Stromley and myself, Elizabeth Liz Machette, here tonight with you. And you can listen on Thursday morning to the repeat of this show at 6 a.m. Pacific time. And we've been talking about the full moon that we had on september 1st um, at 10 22 p.m at pacific daylight time and 1 a.m on september 2nd eastern standard time so um sarah is there anything else that you kind of wanted to talk about the full moon
2: um no i think i think we can move to the the upcoming moon because that might be more interesting for to look
0: at
1: well, in kind of a recap, if you're just tuning in, it's um, we had the f- full moon um, in Virgo, Pisces, the moon in Pisces. So, you know, getting lots of ideas and maybe not sure which direction to go, being kind of pulled in different directions. Um, some people already know which direction to go, but some of us um, aren't quite sure. So now we're going to move on to the new moon on September 17th at 4 a.m. Pacific Daylight Time and 7 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. And the moon and the sun will be at 25 degrees Virgo. So it's always a the new moon is a time to start new projects, do your wishes, uh, write down your desires, start something new. Um, so we'll kind of look at that chart. And did you have any more... Um, homeopathics or flower essences to talk about?
2: I do. Um I can yeah, I can talk about that now. Um I w- another one that was pulling for me was white pine. And um, it's been heavily used as a, a remedy by American Indians and early settlers and professional doctors in North America. Um both the bark and the needles have been used for a number of things. But I, the thing I found it interesting, why this was pulling is it helps with um, well on a physical level. I mean, if you're taking it as an herb, it, it can help with tendencies of poor oxygenation and tissue depression. And it wakes up the, it brings more oxygen And it works as both a relaxant and a stimulant. And it's used in respiratory infections frequently. So, um, and it helps infection kind of deep down in the lungs and in the sinuses. So if you have chronic sinus infections, um, it's great. It's a powerful antioxidant and it helps the body absorb more vitamin C and and other antioxidants that you're taking. But if you have pulmonary issues, just it works great for that, Um, for cold, flu, and it it helps um, things from going deeper. And it also helps with the digestive tract, which is ruled by um, Virgo and it helps the skin as an antiseptic in that way as well. And, um, but as a flower essence, um, it's been, it helps on an energetic level with depression and treating issues of um, calming the nerves and it allows for more introspection versus like having, the mind spin out as much. And it, it helps with uh, any guilt or self-blame on things, going to the wrongness of oneself. And um, I really liked how this was described when you're tired from doing nothing <laughs> and need exercise and inspiration. So um, that seems to kind of fit with our COVID dilemma right now so um but yeah it seems to work on the sixth and 12th chakras and it helps expand one's awareness into uh, just how each of us fit into how the individual fits into a greater part of humanity and the the intuitiveness that that can help make the remote situations that that seem to be present more easier
1: well that sounds like a good one to to use so um that will help with the the moons and just our times that we're in that sounds like to me yeah yeah Well, and I want to remind you that Mars, the planet of action, is going to go retrograde on Wednesday, the 9th, and it goes retrograde about every two years. And then Jupiter will station direct on Saturday, the 12th. So when planets are getting ready to move directions or change in speed, it's, you know, there's kind of like a lot of extra energy there. It's like, you know, if you had a big cruise ship and you want to slow it down, You know, you can put, you know, take the engine instead of full speed ahead, you know, put it neutral, but then you can put it in reverse mode too. And so like a lot of action around the water is churning to slow the cruise ship down because it's not like you just don't give it any juice and it just like stops like a car would stop, but, you know, takes a while for it to stop. So it's like this, a lot of energy is happening around that time. So this new moon, looking at the new moon chart, we have a Leo rising, which is ruled by the sun. So that's, um, you know, seeing where the energy is of, you know, who we want to be. And then the new moon is in the second house of our values at 25 of Virgo. So there's interesting aspects happening there. We still have a cardinal cross Happening here, or no? It's not a cardinal. This one's a um, a mutable cross, and so you know the sun and moon are square to the nodes of the moon, so our destiny and where we've come from, and opposite oh. Neptune. So you know it's like shifting it a little bit. Um, you know it's like I would say by the new moon we'll have more information of what's happening right now or what's happened in the past few several weeks. Um, So it's more personal, yes,
2: (laughs) definitely more personal. And with that trine, you know, going, I mean, for the Pacific Northwest here, those that are experiencing this new moon, um, in this location, it's in the second house of values and um, self worth, I would say, with um, it's in a trine aspect to that, um. Saturn, Pluto. So questions of in the sixth house of service. So like, how can I be more valued for my service and really creating some dialogue around that?
1: Exactly. And, and, and am I in the right job? Do I need training? Do, is it time to retire early if you can retire? Because several of my friends have retired early but they could have retired a few years ago but they were kind of just like they were enjoying working so they kept going and and you know so it's like making these adjustments it's it's a good thing i think
2: and Um, uh the sixth house also rules health yes and so this could be um supportive of doing things for your health and i always love harnessing virgo capricorn moons for integrating, like changing a habit or something that's very difficult or overwhelming for me to do, really harnessing the willpower and focus to get it done, like eating, you know, how do you eat an elephant? (laughs) One bite at a time. So, (laughs) um, so this could, you know, this could be supporting doing a cleanse physically or metaphorically this could be supportive of learning a very difficult topic or subject that's been very challenging and kind of overwhelming for you um it could be tackling a project like cleaning out a room or you know or a storage space or something that's been um weighing on you so anything that um anything that's going to help your physicality and i think is supportive of your intestinal tr- you know sending love to your intestinal tract or your powers of assimilation think those are really powerful goals to kind of incorporate at that time and to really take action on them in a plan
1: (laughs) well and speaking of a health aspect it can be very simple just drink an extra glass of water a day or um yes get out in the sunshine for 15 minutes um go weed a little a flower bed you know it can be very it doesn't have to be a big, start, huge project.
2: It could start an exercise program, too, mm-hmm. you know, or something that's maybe intimidating to just put those sneakers on and get out the door <laughs> or whatever it takes, you know. So
1: Right, because if you start a running program, it's not like the first day you run five miles and you're mm-hmm. all ready to go for a marathon. It takes time to build up and train. So, yeah, you know, be good and gentle with ourselves, I believe, you know. Yeah take good care of ourselves it's like it's okay to have a treat you know if you want a little ice cream you know once in a while it's like well make sure that you're up on you know a balanced meal perhaps or that you take a little walk to kind of balance it out yeah you know maybe not have ice cream for three meals a day because that probably wouldn't be too healthy so
2: but you know this is you know if you're looking to do a, a fitness goal of sorts around that you know maybe it could be like okay, I'm gonna have an apple a day, keep the doctor away, kind of
1: things. So. <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> that sounds wonderful, and um, you know it'll be interesting um, looking at this astrology chart for the new moon on the. That's on the 17th of this month, September 17th. Um, the highest planet in the chart is Uranus, and it is also traveling backwards in Taurus. But just looking at the planets that is the most elevated in the chart, it's like there could be some changes and very possibly since it's in an Earth sign, that changes that you do make to make positive changes will stick or they'll make a big difference. So, yeah. you know, I would encourage people, even if they're little differences, that, you know, little steps are going to count big, it seems. Nice. Yeah. Thanks for
2: pointing that out. Yeah. Um, yeah, it could be a career change or any, change. you know, yeah, any type of change. Like, okay, um, I want to start studying this topic now or making this a focus. Um, there's a lot of service stuff around here, too. I mean, um, a service theme. Virgo is very self serving as a planetary sign. And sixth house is of service, and Uranus is kind of ruled by the Aquarian humanitarian type. So um, that's another strong consideration of doing something that's of service for the world. It's um,
1: exactly. It's or even within your community or your neighborhood, or your, even a neighbor. Um, and then the um, sun and moon being at 25 degrees, numerology wise, that reduces down to a seven. So, you know, some going within time, some time to spend with self, maybe a little bit of meditation or journaling or. You know, like some gentle yoga, even if it's five minutes, to just take the time to go within or take a time out or, you know, go so- soak in a hot tub for yourself um, away from your daily needs or, you know, once a week. So there could be some time of just inner reflection happening with this new moon time. And, and don't forget to, um, on the new moon, write down some desires that you would like, um, light a candle. Um, go outside and, you know, sit under the stars. I mean, you can do, you know, make up something, take a few minutes to yourself, just honor the new moon time. And again, the new moon is September 17th at 4 a.m. Pacific daylight time. Uh, Some of you won't be up at four in the morning, so um, you could do it the night before, you can do it the next day. Um, I like to do wait until after that event has happened, so, you know, do it that evening. Um, instead of that morning. So it would be Thursday evening instead. But you know, you can be creative and make it work for you. So anyway, yeah. <laughs> and then the sentence at 22 degrees. And that's kind of jumping out at me. So 22 is a master number. So it's like kind of stepping mm. up and be, being an example or being responsible, uh, being a teacher, be be accountable to yourself even. Yeah. You know, that's a big one, just being accountable to ourselves. That's great.
2: Yeah. Um, I love how Venus is, um, she's about to move right now. She's about to move into Leo, which goes from a very sensitive sign to, um, you know, family, tradition, safety, focus to um, Leo, which is more creative and fun, and how do we make this fun kind of thing. And um, it it lends a lot more confidence than what we've been experiencing. Um, And I, a few days before that, um, actually like five days, I'm looking at the 12th, there's a beautiful Venus trine Chiron, which I think those are good for, um, those are good money aspects. So considering how you're, how you're investing for you or how you're investing in you would be, something. think it's very,
1: well, and it could just ask.
2: and mm-hmm.
1: be some healing of how you deal with the beauty. It could be just like taking five minutes for yourself or, you know, maybe don't, you know, stop at the coffee shop every day, you know, maybe take some of that money, maybe stop one day less a week and donate that to a cause or somebody, a homeless person, it can be any number of things, put it in the piggy bank, Um, you know, it's like, be creative with it, like you say, I love that. Yeah,
2: and, you know, there's also um, Leo and um, can also be a theme around children, so how can we make education more fun and productive? Um, And maybe shower some light and love, some really heartfelt love on those places and those things that we kind of missed from our childhood. How can we share that wound or how can we help heal that wound for, for both ourselves and for someone else.
1: Exactly, exactly. exactly. So, you know, it, this is wonderful, the times we're in, even though it can be very challenging. And, you know, the Mars energy is probably kind of bringing some things up that, you know, probably need to be addressed. It's like we could be a little crankier than normal, or we just don't want to deal with things or... Um, but it could also give us energy to do the things that we've maybe been putting off to do. So it can, you know, there's always a polarity of how the energy works. So yeah. That's a good thing that it's not just one specific way. It's we have a a balance of how it can work. Absolutely. So, so um, was that all the flower essences you had tonight? Because I know some yeah. you have three. Okay. Yeah, I only have three. I I just wanted to make sure we didn't miss any of those. Um, I do want to remind people that next week will be the Cosmic Collaboration on Saturday at 6 p.m. here on KKNW. And I believe Sue will be back on with them. And the topic will be Mars retrograde. So they'll talk a lot more about the planet Mars than we are talking about here tonight. Um, And again, that your host, Sue Rose Minahan, is on the road doing some Mars energy. And we've been talking about the Virgo archetype. And we're working with the new moon on September 17th. Earlier this evening, we talked about the full moon on September 1st. Um, So can you think of anything else to do for the new moon? Or any looking at the chart, any other information? Do you want to share?
2: Um, well, there's um, well, I I did want to add with Mars. I when Mars is retrograde, it it can be one way of interpreting Mars, um, or one word is anger. So when it's moving retrograde, there there could be some anger that's turned inward, um, and that's called depression. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, Virgo can be very self-aware and self-critical. So, um, I think it's really important to be kind. Be kind to ourselves. Be kind to others. Um, you don't want to torch bridges that you may need to cross later. And... Um, with all this late degree planets activity, you know, this, like you're describing as kind of these two squares and green crosses. So, you know, there's a lot more intensity, more things that need to, that want to be finalized or um, resolved, I find.
1: So. Right, in the higher degrees, um, it's, you know, we can deal with things If we choose to in a more mature way, because when we have the lower degrees, you know, like zero to five degrees or even up to 10 degrees, sometimes it can be more that we don't want to deal with it on a mature level. We want to deal with it on a very childlike level of, you know, maybe throwing a temper tantrum, maybe not. But, you know, how would a a five-year-old deal with something versus somebody that's in their 20s deal with something you know well, I, big difference that, sometimes.
2: I, I wouldn't say they're all you know, I wouldn't say it's to make sure, but I I would say that sometimes how they approach things could be um almost like a delayed response a bit, um versus earlier degrees can have a much quicker response to things and um be much earlier to rise or to Get things done, um, whereas later degrees can sometimes be um, pushing things out or even procrastinating, but or seeming to procrastinate, but not really. Um, but then just knocking it out um, towards the end um, when approaching the the due date or time, <laughs> <laughs> which can uh, make some others jittery um, or ourselves jittery in the process
1: So, well and too like with the Mars retrograde if you've been trying to repress things or hold them in it's like they might just bubble up without you, you know you can't hold it in anymore it's coming up but you know as much as you can try to let it come up in a constructive way yes, yes. it's hard to take the words back or the foot out of your mouth after you've put the foot in your mouth At times, you know, because there's diplomatic ways to say and do things and not so diplomatic ways to do and say things. Yeah. And, you know, all year we've had the Capricorn cluster, so to speak, of energy happening. Um, We have Pallas Athena there. We have Jupiter, Pluto, and Saturn still in the Capricorn sector of the astrology chart. So there's like... You know redoing you know capricorn is businesses it's government it's you know how we're seeing it's so it's like kind of reworking those it's like how does that work yeah what kind of changes do i desire to make and you know how do i make these you know sometimes capricorn energy takes sometimes a while for things to the change to come about um I think yeah. both
2: of these can be very constructive like how do we restructure this so you know this exactly but <laughs> so this you know it takes dialogue and and it's um it, it can be frustrating there's no doubt but it's these are two pretty constructive times you know planets and times to do that
1: exactly so Don't forget to make your wishes and desires. And if you have time, light a candle on the new moon on September 17th. And if you know where 25 degrees Virgo falls in your astrological chart, you'll have a little bit more information of how that might um, work with you personally on a personal level. Um, You know, I always recommend up to 10 wishes or desires um, if you can get it down to three to five, that's great, but you know, 10's fine. Um, you know, so it's like, you know, put, cause that's a growing phase. It's like bringing things in. It's like, let's put things in motion. So you've been listening to Talk Cosmos, um, here on KKNW, um, next week, the show will be Cosmic Collaboration talking about Mars retrograde. And again, Sue Rose Minahan is on the road, and she'll be back next week. And um, she wishes you all well. Um, do you have anything else you want to say, Sarah?
2: Well, um, the other thing I just mentioned is, like, Mars has, there can be themes that can play out. Um, it's a good time to reevaluate um, with those retrogrades, and that, especially this new moon of where you want to be two and a half years from now. That could be just a really good question to kind of float out there. Um, Because when Mars goes direct, that's kind of, you're able to get a lot more clarity as that retrograde and redirect kind of settles in. And especially with the new moon, this could be a very constructive time to, to plan that out because you have all these earthly, Constructives, um, form and structure, planets all very supportive of that. So
1: juicy new moon. Yes, it's very good. It, it feels re- you know like very appropriate. Um, you know, and with that Uranus being the top planet or the most elevated planet, that you know as we make changes, um, we're little by little making those changes or knowing how to make those changes now some of them are forced upon us and we have no control um you know because if you lose your job and you find another one or you know you get a relocation relocated to a new area uh oftentimes people will know ahead of times but not always so you just have to see you know work with that and be as gentle as you can with yourself yeah um you know don't forget to be compassionate to yourself Um, And, you know, in these times, if you if there's something that you can share, share with your neighbor, share with a friend, make a phone call, um, reach out. Um, I think, you know, some people are missing communication or getting together. Um, You know, can you talk across the fence with your neighbor, perhaps? I don't know. Well, thank you for (laughs) joining us here on Cosmos this evening. We had the Moonbeam team. And next week, tune in for Cosmic Collaboration. And this show will replay on Thursday, September 10th at 6 a.m. Pacific time. Good night. Thank you. Bye.
0: listening to Talk Cosmos, the show where Sue Rose Minahan and guests unveil astrology's ancient archetypes that continually build the collective experiences in our unconsciousness. Be sure to tune in next Saturday at 6 p.m. to continue finding your roots in the stars.